0: everybody to another episode of Bubba in the Bloom episode 95 as we're getting ready for the new year upon us next time you hear us will be the new 2024 calendar year which will be a ton of fun as usual but we are here just to I wouldn't say goof off a little bit we'll talk a bit about some we call them fantasy baseball resolutions kind of new year's resolutions some for our content some for uh, just our gameplay in general maybe so it relates to other people and maybe set some goals for the 2024 calendar year season as you like to see it you can find me on twitter at bdntrick the podcast at bubba bloom pod and my coast as always on the twitter at ryan bhq ryan bloomfield how are you doing my friend?
1: doing great man happy early new year to you final show yes. of 2023 hopefully some of these resolutions will not go by the wayside in january or early february like many other ones do um i think a pretty cool show Today, like, yeah, we'll do, we'll do baseball-centric stuff at the top. And then, like you said, um, just kind of go over, like, I don't know, personal goals, but, like, content-related goals and resolutions after that. So um, I'm looking forward to this one. It's kind of cool just in between Christmas, New Year's, not too much going on. Uh Just do some off-topic
0: stuff. Well, it's fun for me because it's um, a combination of – it's different than what we do every episode, basically, give or take. Just, like, focus on players and everything. And it's also kind of gives – listeners behind the curtains of what we do and kind of how we want to do things. And in reality, they yeah. can help with some of this. And that's like, and uh, and let them know also like when it comes to the gameplay aspect, you're not alone. Here we are. And then on the content side of it, you they're v- listeners, you're very much a part of us making this happen. So it's kind of a, a double-edged sword, I guess,
1: to let you behind the curtain, but Hey, we do it to, to
0: get some help from you. Maybe
1: <laughs> we, we may, we may, we may intertwine and weave in some, shilling for rates and reviews of podcasts and that sort of thing as part of our podcast goals for 2024 it may happen
0: i don't know may it, not. May. it may we shall see but all right let's have some fun with this and we'll start with the uh we, we each have five resolutions for the fantasy baseball gameplay aspect of it like how do we want to finish the season how do we want to be better as a fantasy player so this is more the fantasy player side of things so ryan we'll start with you what is your first new year's resolution
1: it is to get, I know folks listening can't, it is to stay off of this app <laughs> <laughs> for certain things, this MLB app um, when I'm tracking games. So my, my first resolution, I, I, I said this last year and I was not very good at it. So I'm going to double down on it this year. Do not, do not, do not want to waste my time staring at my phone watching. I love to watch games, love to watch the games, but watching the whatever it's called. Not Statcast, but Gamecast. game day app, where you're just watching like blue, red, and green dots in a strike zone, and staring, waiting for the next dot to appear. There is so much more that I can do with my time, I and mean, we're both we're both busy gentlemen mm-hmm. uh, with with families, real jobs, fantasy baseball related jobs that are in our own teams, um, amongst other things. That I could be using that time. I don't even want to know how much screen time I spent watching game day apps and those stupid dots. But uh, want to try and get away from that as much as possible. Either either watch the games, root for the guys that I'm, you know, that are on my teams, watch the games themselves, or just check the box scores later while I'm doing stuff. It's either like just from a time management standpoint, I could be doing other things like either working on my teams or working on articles, or working on a podcast, or just being more present. Uh, around the family as well. So, I like how that was uh, like, for fourth, all those I reasons. like how that
0: was fourth on the list. <laughs> that was
1: down a little bit, but but I had to include it. Had
0: to include it. Uh, that's good. Now we we're all guilty of it. We, we get glued to that thing. Do you, uh, I, was, I mean, do and,
1: you, I don't know if that's a me thing. Like, how often are you watching those damn dots?
0: It depends on the night. I'll be honest. Like, there's certain nights that uh, I'm not as caring as much about it. My problem is I play DFS, so I'm glued to a lot of it yeah. just because of the, the ups and downs of of it all. I try to wait until at least you know the kids are in bed before I get to it, or the kid is in bed before I get to it. But I'll be honest, not always the case. I'm very guilty of it. Uh, it's something that I know I probably won't be better at this year, so I'm not even going to throw it on the list. <laughs> I guess just to be put it, on on. it Hey, at least nah, you're. I'm uh, very honest with yourself. That's one of those though. I, I I didn't put it on my list, but I've been trying to do more as I set the um like my iPhone to the nighttime mode. So I don't get notified of things unless like you're on my special list basically to notify me. So I don't even just, I don't see anything to distract me for a little while. That's one of my things. Like if I'm writing an article, because if I start getting like Twitter alerts or emails or I'll check each one as they go, because I just get, like glued into it where if I turn it off, so I don't see it then I come back and there's all these alerts. Cool. We're done game on. That's fine. But at least I got my stuff done. So it's a roundabout way. What you're talking about. It's just something I started to do recently. Cause I like when I wrote for the black book, i had to turn my phone off basically because i knew i would like i just need to stay focused bang it out do my thing and it, it helps so much more in content production side of things for sure Yep, exactly. like even exactly. while we record right now i have it on silent just in case you know if i get a you know if someone important has to text me at least i can read it real quick see what's going on but otherwise the other stuff can wait is the way i look at it i
1: like it i like it i will uh i will, I will surely break that resolution and uh mid-April but hey I'm trying I'm lying to myself but at least you're honest with
0: yourself. at least you you could say cut back that's one thing you said no more watching cut back is 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 the approach to take because with a lot of my resolutions as we're going to find out most of them they're either way too crazy and like out and like we're looking for like the one percentile finish here or they're more just kind of like basic Bubba, get your stuff together that's kind of what it is type things um so my first one and, you know, people might make fun of expert leagues and all that stuff, but if you guys remember kind of the grind towards last season and how I barely lost Tout Wars, and that was my third full season in my 12-team league, which will now be 15 this season, which makes it even a new aspect and challenge to it. My first resolution is to win Tout Wars, not just DFS. I won that last year. It was a very cool thing, but I want to win the Tout Wars league that I'm in. And in doing so, I want it to be like kind of like, hey, he did well here. Let's get an invite to labor. So I'm kind of um parlaying this thing here because i think labor refund I, I would only be able to do the online draft there's only one of those i believe and i know someone else that's in yep. that, lot, that draft so that would make things a whole lot of fun as well uh for this show especially so that's kind of my my goal is um to win tout wars the league not the dfs i'd love to win both double dip would have been cool um but and, and parlay that into an invite for labor so that's kind of my plans there
1: Double dip would have been cool. You I don't want to say lost how it works. Cause like finishing second or third, whatever you finished, um that I still think that's an accomplishment. Or like but, half a point at the and end. And on the last not even the last day, but like, like the last half hour. Yeah. Right? So that, yeah. It was at, at the end. Very not end. to
0: not, to, no, it's not to twist that knife, but it's a, yeah, the the worst ones were the ones that I lost money on. At least
1: there's no money involved there. That
0: would have really stung.
1: Yep. Yep um good goal i have not uh i have one labor i have not one labor this year second in tout so i i would share that share that goal also on the dfs a few years ago yes but, you did uh, but,
0: two yeah. I, I believe two out of the last three seasons are on this show that's right yep shelly three in years that.
1: ago shelly were straight between us and uh and you my friend this year it just
0: sounds like sounds like the young guns are coming for the old file there in the um dfs tout world
1: <laughs> the DFS one is a big one. I mean, that's a big part of what you do. So, um, yeah. So and for out. those that know, like, I, and I actually think Tot Wars does this really, really well. The Tot Wars DFS, it's a season long league with like weekly DFS throughout. And you basically total things up throughout the season. There's more nuance to it. But it, I think it's a really cool way to do DFS. Um, if you want to set up a league with your buddies or whatever, Todd Zola manages it does a little bit of manual work in terms of like keeping track of the throughout the season, but doing, uh, I think we do what every Tuesday night, some, some Fridays, yep, Tuesday nights usually. um, every week throughout the season and kind of do a little playoff. So it's a, it's a cool way to do it. Uh, if anyone has questions on how to do that or at least the details of the setup, hit us up for sure. What is your second resolution? What is my second resolution? I wrote all these down. I have them in front of me cause I print things out. All right, second, <laughs> second resolution. Um, spend time fine-tuning my in-season process, which is probably everyone's resolution, but the big part of it for me is to do it during draft season, which sounds a little weird. But, like, we all say we want to improve our process, and I think that's super important in-season with Fab and, and things like that. But if you're like me, once the season starts, it's – it's balls to the wall. It's it's it it, we're going and you, you don't have that time to kind of analyze your process when the season starts. And so like during draft season, I know we all want to draft and, 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 and do that. We still can, but I think we need to spend some time January, February, kind of go over your in season process. Um, How are you, you know, what's your, fa- and you'll talk about fab in a little bit. I want to do your thunder, but what's your, you know, how, how are you getting free agents for your league? How are you prioritizing bids? How are you, how are you doing your drops? The more you can kind of fine tune and streamline that, that process, the better, again, we all know that. But I think if you spend time analyzing and reviewing that in January, February, when you actually have time to do it before the season starts, um, I think that's just as valuable as doing, if not more valuable than doing like draft prep for your, in our case, <laughs> for your eighth draft of the off season eighth draft yes that is probably correct Ninth, based tenth. on yeah based on what we're
0: doing probably accurate um yeah no it's similar to what my second one will be um with you it's, and it's something we talked about i think in our like lessons learned that's why some of these might cross over quite a bit but that's the point of learning and then making it better for the next season um i think we both talked about just our process in general and uh there is a lot to using the off season to fine-tune the the in season part that's it's a great point because hey we're busy like you said and b it's a lot easier to kind of look from the outside and like the macro approach to kind of get the micro inputs by the end of it and you have more time to do it and it's little things like we've talked about i mentioned um just hearing uh like jenny butler keeps a journal of her fab each week that's something i don't like i don't know how detailed yeah. i want to be in that but something i want to do because at least it gives you an idea like what you're doing and why and that's just like that's an in-season process thing i'm interested in but to more to what you're saying yeah there's there's a lot to that and i'm very interested in that and that kind of leads to my my second one and that's being more efficient in nfbc fab part of my problem is though yeah. is i play in 12 team leagues, so if you can figure out the efficiencies there that's awesome rob mccabe has made some great strides in in, in finding things there but i think we've all admitted many many times that the uh the 12 team deal is, is a little bit tricky when it comes to fab i will be in more 15s it looks like this year based on auctions uh, tout tgfbi uh, stuff like that. So I'll have more 15s than usual per se um, but it, I need to become more efficient in the fab process and just more efficient in my time used to do fab. That's kind of the the double edged sword yeah. that is. As we joke about, like Toby always talking about, well, once the kids are in bed on Saturday night, like at, you know nine o'clock, ten o'clock, he does it to like two or three in the morning each week. I ain't doing that as a single dad. The weekend is my time to either go have a great time or sleep. That that's that's my world, and so um, I'm not spending all Saturday night doing fab. So is it throughout the week doing things like i remember mike uh, matt modica used to talk about as the week went on just put like a one dollar bid in on guys that you're curious about so at least come you know saturday or sunday whenever you do your heavy fab you already have these guys there you could cross them off increase your bids so on and so forth stuff along that lines and you know it can go deeper we've talked about fab before like matchups first half of the week second half of the week there's so many factors to it that i need to do a better job at i'm very acknowledgement of that Um, and, and use the don't be afraid to use the tools that are at our fingertips is a big thing to it. So I need to find a way to kind of incorporate all the things I like to use because there's so much great content out there, kind of figure that out and uh, do it all in a time sufficient way. That's my goal.
1: And a couple things to kind of follow up on that, that I think we can do as part of the show. I just put a note in our Google doc. Why don't we do like a February, March, fab process show that'll kind of hold our own feet to the fire, but also get Mm -hmm. listeners thinking about that stuff to what I was just saying, kind of before the season starts. Um, Another thing we're talking about doing in season, uh, who knows what we'll, we'll we'll end up on our Thursday night show last year or really the last two years was like a weekend look ahead. We're toying with the idea of instead of that doing like an early fab Preview for the following week and, and listeners out there like you know let us know what what would be most helpful for you guys but if we do decide to do that thursday night kind of fab preview for the following week i know selfishly that'll that'll help us kickstart that thought process. process for next year so um i don't know just a couple of things that going through my head while you were while you were while we were both kind of saying when, that and it
0: helps this year because we'll have two episodes every week. So that Thursday
1: episode could be more right. inclined to the future. So it definitely helps for that as well. Exactly. We could shift the boards to here here we're planning our 2024 on a live podcast, but uh this is kind of how the sauce is. A little to behind the loot. scenes, folks. Yeah. A little behind the scenes here. <laughs> Maybe we'll do news and bloom boards Tuesday night and then fab preview Thursday. We got time. Yes, we
0: do. Nothing but time. It's only gonna be January very soon. Um, what's your third fantasy
1: related resolution? All right, uh, I'm going to try and break a three-year running tradition of not having an early starting pitcher totally destroy my bigger teams. In 2021, it was Luis Castillo, who really was first half Luis Castillo, who just totally, I don't know if if you guys remember that, but I think Luis Castillo, who has been really good like every year, except for 2021 in that first half when he just nuked uh ratios it was 2021 for castillo for me in 2022 it was trevor rogers and then last year it was lance lynn so my new year's resolution don't know how i'm gonna do it but i need to avoid that early round starting pitcher that just destroys your ratios and it's just so hard to come back from I guess I guess we both dodged Alec Manoa a little bit but anyone who had Alec Manoa on their teams last year would know this it's just really hard to get in that hole especially in 15 team leagues where the replacement level is nothing you have to keep throwing those guys out there and we talked about this on our starting pitcher episode Bubba you made like a really good point like as we were going through our our 2023 review of starting pitchers it was like by 80 preseason ADP this guy was great next guy sucked this guy was great Next guy suck. So much depended on those early season starting pitcher choices. I need to uh I need to not nail it, but not get like destroyed by uh by my sp one or two. I guess the question I would have, which you don't have to answer now when will probably come
0: to fruition as we you know go on in our sp previews and everything, is how do you figure that out? Because like I I like you said I made the point when we did our reviews, but going into the season, I'm pretty sure we could all sat down for a majority of those and said. Yeah, I can see the reason to like both those guys. Like, there's that's why they were drafted next to each other. Now, sure, there's certain guys we talked about where both of us already know we want one A or B. That's clear. A or B might be wrong. That's just the reality mm-hmm. of it. And that's, I guess, the hardest part is I, I totally understand what you're saying, and I'm intrigued to see how that goes. It's just it. <laughs> what's the formula to figure that out? That's the question I have, and I don't know if there is a formula per se. There are some very smart people that put it an insane amount of time into this and can maybe give you a list of reasons on both sides of it. But uh, that still doesn't mean they're not going to show up in 2024 and pitch the same. So it, it's a very interesting situation.
1: Yeah, especially because at least in these, I mean, for these examples, it was like different things each year. Like Luis Castillo, he was really good before 2021. He's been really good since. Like yep. did I just picked the wrong year. Uh, Trevor Rogers did not have a track record in 2022 he was coming off like one good year and I, the skills look great, but um, I decided to kind of go all in on that one big year. Lance Lynn, I don't, I don't know what the lesson learned was there. Like maybe old fastball centric with a pitch clock kind of a thing. I don't know, but you're right. There's not an easy answer to fix it. Yeah. Uh,
0: my next one. And I'll let it kind of leads under Ryan's fourth one as well. So we'll get to that in a minute, but uh, I want to cash in at least one of the auctions we've talked about auctions a lot already this season i did a bench with bubba show uh with lucas about auctions it got us really juiced up to, to jump in an auction like our buddy ben ted is very like there's a bunch of people that are interested in it. some have played before some haven't ryan and i haven't really done the NFPC auctions so it's kind of a they sound amazing want to try them out uh we'll i'll let ryan talk about one of them i'm going to play in three essentially because i want to do two online auction championships, uh, through the NFPC. And there's one other one I want to do through the NFPC as well. And my goal is to cash in at least one of those, preferably one of the first two I, I mentioned. <laughs> um, that'd be kind of a different thing, but a hey, money's money. I'll cash in any of them. That's cool. But I just want to do that because, you know, I've done snake grass my whole life. I've had good success. I've had bad success. Like we all have but I've never done the auction. So I want to see if I can you know, put together a squad that is not going to need massive help through fab throughout the year before injuries take place. I want to know if I can make the auction thing work basically. And in cashing that usually made it work. Now, obviously like even Lucas said, you know, the draft is one thing. The fab takes about half the season's worth as well. So there's a lot to that it goes back to my earlier part about being better in the fab process of life of, of the NFPC. But I like to cash at least one, um, Auction on the NFPC this season. Out of my three, I, I might make a fourth, so I'm not going to pretend. I only want to do three. I Here only want to do three, but I'm not going to. I've already looked at the three packs. So I'm not going to deny that. But
1: uh, I'm going to do at least three, and I want to cash in at least one. So that's my goal. It is funny. Um, so spoiler alert. But none of our resolutions are to play in fewer leagues, which I think no. is kind of funny. Like I, I think I gave up on that. I, I up I, on that exactly. Often. I think a lot of people say oh, I want to play fewer leagues this year. That's like the ultimate cliche resolution now really know, we remember it. how much fun drafting is exactly it's just like we're, we're, we're not lying to ourselves there um you talked about a lot about what i want to do uh with auctions. so i guess i guess my resolution this year will be to for both of us to launch a Bubba and the bloom auctioner auction list auctioner league auction listener league um and we'll, we'll we'll figure out the details if anyone is interested we're actually we're actually not going to promote it on social media, uh, at least yet. We want this truly to be a listener league. So we will remind folks in future episodes um, that we wanna set this up. But if anyone's interested in joining us in a uh, probably 15 team auction standalone league, uh, these private leagues can't be part of an overall for, for for reasons, but we can get that set up through the NFBC. So I know a bunch of listeners as well as both of us wanna get more involved in auctions. And we think uh, to be able to do that, one way to be able to do that is to have a fun kind of community league uh, among listeners. So if anyone's interested in joining us in an auction listener league on the NFBC, let either of us know. And again, we'll start promoting it via the podcast um, as we get into 2024. Um, But just uh, we'll throw that out there as a resolution. We want to get that started just because uh, for all the reasons Bubba said, like, I didn't do many i have not done many auctions used to do tout wars um al when we were in person and that's gone by the wayside at least for me i don't go to new york anymore so i want to get back involved with it
0: yeah and i'll just get it get, get out in front of this as ryan mentioned earlier on the show uh in order to qualify you have to get a rate and review to the show I'm just gonna throw it out there so uh, Ooh, if you, if, if you get, sh- show us proof my dms are open i'm pretty sure ryan's are too uh, that'll get you on the list and i will go as far to say this ryan does not have to agree to this part but um for every if we get 30 people in we'll do two leagues i'll play them both like uh or we, we kind of like on the wire like for every 15 that we get we'll create a new league i'll just say that much if you guys want to do that many if there's that much interest on it let's roll let's have some yep. fun we'll, we'll make it happen for the listeners um uh, right now we're, we're like the details will come out like ryan said we're trying to debate on price range to make it affordable for everybody. We're thinking yep. $50, probably like the on the wire stuff. Maybe it gets up to hundred, who knows, probably 50. Um, we'll do stuff. And when like to that. do it and when yeah, to do it. The as idea, as well, the idea is late February, early March is kind yeah. of the goal. But if we get more leagues together, that might get spread out a week apart type stuff. So uh, just throwing that out there now. And obviously we'll get more details for you, but it gives you guys something to think about if you are interested in it. Get the rate and review. We'll put you on the list. Every 15, we'll start a new league, and uh, we'll have some fun with it.
1: Perfect. Deal.
0: All right. Um, my number four, and this is kind of piggybacking on last year. Like, I won a couple DCs last year. That was nice, um, and they're great for the bankroll. They really help things out. So my my resolution is to win at least one DC again because that's, that's big. But I also want to carry that over with one OC. Um, and I'm not saying cash. I want to win the OC. I was so dang close last year and it fell apart at the end, and it, it went from cashing to third place, which does not cash, that stung. And um, the, the uh, and the caveat on top of even that, I like I doubled down on this, is not just winning my OC league. I want to finish in the money for the overall, which I think is like top 50 maybe, 30, 40 or 50, something like that. I want to finish in the money for the overall, also. And some people would say, "Why don't you say you want to finish top 10? That's a freaking hefty task for someone's never won an OC before. So let's win twenty five
1: hundred teams, something like that. Yeah. Last yeah. year there
0: were exactly. So let's win an OC and finish in the in the money for the overall, which I was in for about three quarters of the last season, also before that kind of fell off the list. So basically, I want to finish strong in the OCs. So that's my that's my goal. So DC OC and then an OC uh, overall cash is the goal in that regards.
1: You'll be uh, two-thirds of the way to Champions League by then. So I was told I was heavily qualified for that, so we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, yeah, 25, 2025 goal, perhaps. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, for sure. All right, uh, more roster construction side. For me, my resolution is to draft two closers everywhere and not have to worry about them, in theory, in fab throughout the year. This This is not a novel idea. But I am thinking back to uh, my labor-mixed team that won this year. I drafted Emmanuel Classé, actually, um, and Carlos Estevis And did not have to worry, or even Fab, a single closer all year, and it felt incredible. So I want to recapture that that feeling. So I'm going to prioritize not only one. I think the common is, like, get one early closer and wait on your second one. I want to get to and just be done with it. Uh, there's so much more I can spend in fab and focus on in fab uh, without having to worry with closers.
0: Yeah, I get it. That's a fun discussion point every year. So I, I can, I can listen to all sides of every argument there and go go, I get it. Whatever makes you comfortable basically. So yep. no, no question that at all. My fifth one, people might say, Bubba, shut up. It's to Go get out in front of this one, but we all have chips on our shoulder about things. And it's something I know I've talked to Ryan about behind the scenes. i talked to other people about. So we're going to throw this one on the table here. This might be a fun one. But I want to win enough this year or be competitive enough. Let's be realistic. A lot of these leagues are very challenging. But I want to put together a really, really good season so that I'm recognized more than just a podcast host. Because I get that comment from so many people that you're one of the best podcast hosts out there, but I never get considered for the other side of it. And uh, I put in a lot of work on this. It's the only reason I'm bringing it up. I don't want, you know, all these, you know, whatevers. But Ryan jokes about how humble I am a lot. I usually keep my mouth shut. (laughs) I usually keep things quiet. I want want it to be, like, not recognized like you get all your awards and stuff. But I want to at least be noticed as not just a podcast host, if that makes sense to anybody. So that's my resolution for this season is, I guess, to quote-unquote earn the respect of others.
1: No, no, novel goal. I like it. Um, that's one of the things that I feel, and we've talked about this, but with this show, you're really not a host. And what this does, what this show at least does, because you are known, i in mean, bench with Bubba. You have guests yeah. on all the time and you're interviewing them. This gives you that outlet to, uh, I mean, this is pretty much a 50 50 deal where yep. yes, you do the intro outro, that sort of thing. Cause that comes natural to you. <laughs> it does not come natural to me. I'll tell you that. Um, but this show at least gives you from the podcast side, now you've got your, your sub stack and that sort of thing we'll talk about in a little bit, but this at least gives you that outlet to uh, yep. not just be a host, but give, give your side of the analysis. I think we split that up pretty well between yep. us. No, yep. One of the many, many reasons
0: I enjoy this show. So definitely something there. We'll see how that goes in 2024 for me, not the show, but for me um, now let's do we'll flip it a bit here five resolutions on the fantasy content side of things this definitely is more where the listeners come into play here you guys got a little nugget in the early part about the listener league and stuff that that's fun so if you're still listening this is a lot for you guys so ryan what's your first bit of uh fantasy content resolutions
1: Uh, i just want to keep growing this thing so the the big the big step that we took not only just we made it through (laughs) made it through another year in 2023 together we missed like i think two episodes all year something like that one of them i know was my bad because of this bad boy behind me this master's uh let let it slide this master's uh trip that i took in in early april but not only did we consistently record every thursday night pretty much with all that is going on in our lives but we doubled down and went twice a week at the end of the year and so obviously keep that going forward but to actually put numbers on this and give you guys a Little peek behind the curtain. Want to get to a thousand downloads per episode, which I know we're not one of the big boys. I may not sound like a lot to us. I think that's a lot. We're right now we're at about five hundred uh, per episode, and 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 Bubba runs all that, so we can give a little more uh history on the the details and that sort of thing. We used to be a lot more when we were under bench yeah. with Bubba, right? And then we we kind of spun off and and started this own show, and quite honestly, our numbers I won't say tanked, but they went. They, they went pretty they low. They plummeted. <laughs> uh, as people found the show and this sort of thing, so we're, we're back up to about 500, and I'd love to be able to get to a uh, thousand downloads per episode, um, just as a as, as a as a thing. So that's my that's yeah, my to, resolution.
0: Pi- to piggyback on what Ryan was saying is, when we were under the bench with Bubba Umbrella, we were getting close to a thousand an episode, like pretty. Like we had a few that go, went over, so I'm just below. Like it was it was pretty good, and I know people probably don't care about numbers, but it's a big deal to us because it's like people are listening. People care type thing. It sounds silly, but that's what it is. Um, when we branched off to their, our own feed, a lot of people lost us. And um, I, I had many people at the gate asking, where do I find it? Stuff like that. So that's growing again. So that's why the goal of getting back to a thousand is a pretty reasonable task. The other reason why a thousand is a fun number for those that don't know the behind the scenes of the podcast, especially baseball podcasts, not that many shows do that. Um, I don't care what people want to say. I talked to some pretty privy people and things. Um, a thousand's a really good number, like a really, really good number. If you can do it, like, like there's sleeper in the bus, they're the gods. There's pitcherless, they're really awesome. There's a few others. Um, tool shed and, and some others. Yeah, rates and barrels up raise there. Rates and I'm barrels, of course, but what what do some of those have in common? The big industries behind it. like toolshed's one of the few actually that is on their own which is impressive and that's a dynasty side of things maybe we can be the non-dynasty side of it that's kind of the goal behind it and if we can get into that conversation consistently that'd be pretty awesome again these are our resolutions why it's very us-centric but to what ryan's saying that's a little more behind the scenes on the numbers thing and 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 what it means for that
1: and there's also like i I do want to say it's more than just a number because I i think we can get there because like the folks that do you know you guys that do listen to us every week like this year the engagement has been really uh fun yeah. uh, people comment throughout the shows people respond on twitter to things we're doing uh we get dms i don't say all the time but just saying like you know listen to the pod enjoy it yada yada um I feel like we've got a really good base and we just want to we, we want to grow that out so for sure uh my first one is to
0: become better in the video aspect of content. Uh I do podcasting, obviously. Uh the video stuff's pretty simple for me. It's StreamYard goes straight to YouTube there and there. I needed to be, I'd like to do even more with that. There's so many things on StreamYard I can do differently. I'd like to be able to do little snippets like Ryan does so quickly. And they're probably very simple to do. I just haven't put the time in to figure that out. But little things like that, I'd like to become more involved in the video side of it. Like Curlin does some awesome things with animations and stuff. I'd love to be able to do all that. Now, again, this comes to time commitments. We've talked about that is the busyness of life. So that's why I didn't put all the other things I'd like to be able to be good at someday. But video content, I think is something I can at least gain a little traction on going in this season. That's something I want to do more of is more the video side of things
1: and you've got the face for video so you know oh that is
0: flattering because i was told i had the face for radio but i appreciate it i may be i may or may not be joking but yeah Yeah, it's it's early on this recording day so i don't know what's in that cup today but congratulations cheers cheers happy new year (laughs) salute um yeah go ahead
1: I i was gonna just go to your second one unless you had something to add on to that uh no i i am just despite me being able to clip things out of StreamYard, it is pretty simple um I have not really done anything in video. Um, it's, uh, I mean, curling can probably say more than it. it to, I think to get really good at it, it it's it's definitely a, a time investment, a to, yeah, and commitment to get good at it and make it engaging and that sort of thing. So, um, definitely, definitely something that uh, I think takes time. But I think if you want to put the time in, I think you definitely do it. So, um, for me. In terms of content, this so I want to shape, I, I try and do this. We talk about this a lot behind the scenes, but uh want to keep the forefront in my mind. We spend so much time on this. We're like the one percent of people that spend so much time on fantasy baseball. And and at least for me, I almost think certain things are like assumed um by listeners, and and that that's a lot of times that's not the case. So I I want to keep on the forefront of what we say the topics we cover the depth um is to make that as as helpful as possible to the the casual player as opposed to like trying to i don't know quote unquote impress other people in the industry that sort of thing um an example of this that we just did in the draft and hold this really stuck out to me was we were doing the draft and hold episode about i don't know a week or two ago and i just remember like talking through the the actual draft room of NfBC and it's like people who are NfBC veterans and that sort of thing like this is common knowledge but I I, I remember uh, mentioning the the roster grid like that little icon in the top right of the draft room and it's like I almost didn't even mention that because it's like, oh of course that's there and yada yada I got a few comments from listeners that were like, whoa, I didn't even know that was there like I you know appreciate that and they use it now. Um, like that's a specific example of like, just trying to, I don't know, not not stay up like over the heads of folks. Keep it, keep it, keep it casual. Keep it uh, so I'm not like assuming people know everything and and cater the what we're talking about to that. So probably didn't say that too well, but that example of the roster grid is uh, is 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 what I'm talking about.
0: Sometimes the best, best method in life is the KISS method. Keep it simple, stupid, mm-hmm. because um, there are so many things that all of us can learn from. And it's the old joke, if you're not learning something each day, then you're not doing the day right type thing. So you never know what there is out there that you might know that someone else doesn't and vice versa. Yep. Uh, definitely an, an, an angle to go to. Uh, here's another selfish one for me. Um, it's not really show related, but it could cause I actually plug the show a lot when I do it is uh, grow. I started a sub stack this year. Cause I kind of wanted to do my own thing at my own pace when I have time to do it, which I really enjoy doing. Talked with a bunch of people or a handful of people before the, I did it about it. Like Brendan Tuma, who has his Substack. Talked to my GTE buddies who we aren't doing GTE this year and many others. I want to grow my Substack to at least a thousand viewers. It's already gone up over 200 in the first month. So that's pretty awesome. And we haven't even got the content train really rolling. So it sounds silly, but I want to get out there. And, and in a roundabout way, that kind of goes to my, if I can get that growing, we get the podcast growing, maybe I won't get recognized as a host thing. It all kind of goes together. And uh, so, yeah, the, the Substack over a thousand and it's free. You Some people have donated. You guys are amazing. Like you don't have to, if you want to. Awesome. But it's a hundred percent free. So uh that's that's my thing, and I'll just kind of plug things in our ar- and articles here and there, and I gotta list things I want to do. If I have time, I'll put them out there. That's the beauty of it. But want to grow the substack to over a thousand followers by the end of the season.
1: You know uh who's not a subscriber to your substack. That's because
0: I don't have friends, it's okay. <laughs>
1: I'm not. Oh, I, know, I don't even that's... subscribe to your damn thing. You don't need yeah. to. That's we gotta fine. change that. No, I don't even have while you were saying that I was seeing if I even have a Substack account and I don't so yeah, there's a lot of good um, stuff over there That's there's probably about. a lot more like me where I read your posts and just but don't with subscribe. Substack you don't have to subscribe all you have to yeah. all, you can click like I don't know continue reading or something the one thing and, I'll suggest,
0: uh, if you subscribe, it gets emailed to you the second I post it. So you don't have to even look for it anywhere. That's the beauty of it. And that's just me. And that's just because I enjoy it when I have other people I subscribe to. I have a golf one. I have some other ones. I get emails right away. Or the Substack apps, friendly. Just another shameful plug, but um, shameless plug. Yeah. But yeah
1: you will get one more subscribers <laughs> moving <laughs> up the list moving up the list it looks like i have to freaking yeah i don't even have an account so you i'll can do, do that later. after the show later yeah, worries. you'll you'll get one more closer to your goal there my yeah, man. we're getting there slowly but surely yeah. um my next one this kind of dovetails into what i was saying last time about catering to more kind of casual players and not assuming everything is is there but um Folks that listen to me, I I play mostly in 15-team leagues, and so I want to, this year, dive more into 12-team formats. So I'm probably going to do a few online championships on the NFBC and as well do a few, um, or at least one, of listener league for On The Wire, which you mentioned earlier, but our friends Kevin Hastings and Adam Howe. Uh, they run a great podcast themselves, so check them out there. But they also run 12-team listener leagues, So just want to get back into the 12-team side of things. I think that just makes, like, from a mindset, from a player pool knowledge kind of a thing, I think that'll make me a better content producer just because I, I, I'm i so used to 15-team leagues, and that's not what most people play. So I need to align what I play. I'm still going to do my 15-teamers, um, labor, tout, TGFBI, that sort of thing, WORF. But, uh, but I, I definitely want to do some 12 teamers just to kind of get, um, get more with the people and not just do these 15 teamers that are too deep.
0: Yep. hundred percent with you on that one. Um, the way you said that, I almost feel like there's another, uh, resolution I didn't put down here, but we'll talk about that some other time. Um, basically you mentioned the content, like maybe we don't, and one thing I'll say is probably why we didn't put it on here. At least I don't think you did either. No, um, We've said it many times on the show. We're not trying to be NFBC only. We just love the platform to play on. So just remember that. If you have questions for other formats, yeah. bring that on. It's just it's the it's the best ADP you'll find. Uh, so it makes great for preseason, and the platform's phenomenal. That's just the basics of it all, and that's why we're also trying to do listener leaves that are affordable, so you guys can try the platforms out. That's why on the wire does it. That it's super cheap, super affordable. Well, super cheap for some let me just clarify that but it's affordable compared to the when you walk into the lobby and see you know 350 750 all those things mm-hmm. that that's steep especially for your first time so i just want to bring that up there
1: agreed yep
0: for sure good 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 point yeah i just want to remind people we're not trying to be the elitist of the elite type thing um my third resolution will be and this kind of go coincide with ryan's first one is to have a consistent top five fantasy baseball podcast and i say this in the fact that i've been up there before When when things are running good, you get up there. And how does the chartable thing work? I can't give you a rhyme or reason. It fluctuates all the time. I've had some of my best episodes, and I go down. Like I don't know. There's lots of things about it. But um, I I say top five in the fact that CBS is up the top all the time. Fangraphs, uh, Sleeper in the Bust, uh, Rates and Barrels, they're always usually the top three. You got tool sheds up there. You got list stuff up there. You got a, a you know Ariel Cohen's beat the shifts up there. There's a bunch of them. I'm probably rotowire, wire. I'm probably missing some. I want to be in that mix consistently because that means we're doing a good job and that we have the consistent listener base to make the podcast thing keep streaming. So again, that might be a lofty goal. I maybe I should have said top ten, but we're going for broke here. So I want like a, a consistent top five uh, fantasy podcast for
1: the year. How about two in the top ten? Bubba in the I Bloom mean, Adventure, that, Bubba. That, I'd be all for it. Like, that's
0: why I didn't specify. I'll go with either podcast. I just want one of them just so they, yep. like it, it's going out there. If we want to go two in the top five, let's go, let's go like, two, <laughs> two in the top 10, even I'm in like, let's yeah, do it. Yeah. I'd be all for it. And, uh, again, that just the biggest reason I guess, is it shows that we have that consistent listener base that appreciates what we're doing. It's kind yeah. of a, a back, a back pat for ourselves type thing.
1: And one, I mean, the way we get there is through you guys through the listeners. So again, yep. like, I mean, it, it sounds cliche and chilling and that sort of thing, but uh the more the more reviews, the more rates we get uh for for if you guys like the show. Um both this one and and bench with Bubba, that's how we ascend. So yep. what's your next
0: one? Because this is one I was gonna put down. I said, screw it, I'll let Ryan do this.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, funny guy. Um so this is gonna be extremely nerdy that like truly nobody cares about. But uh, I know a lot of a lot of you know me for my my bloom boards and that sort of thing. I kind of, Bubba, you joke all the time. You're like, "Oh, what about this?" And I kind of whip it up uh, quickly. And we we talk about bloom boards almost on every single show. Um, quick peek behind the curtain there. I I do that all. I have done all that through SQL, uh, SQL, which is the most common database language in the world. It's actually what I do and has helped my my actual career immensely it's what i do in my day job um and i I love doing it so i I use that for baseball and and that works what i've been doing this really this off season will continue to do get away from SQL, just because again i do it for my day job i want to kind of switch it up learn python Uh, and so what python is it's just a different programming language uh, that i kind of kind of know a little bit about have worked on in um, previous stops at other jobs in my my personal life uh professional life i should say but took started taking a class by uh john anderson who is on twitter at john pgh he offers a python class that i took in in december and really picked it up and so i'm moving all of my kind of bloom boards and how i do that from SQL to python which again like you guys don't care about but for me it's uh, not only just like a new challenge, but I think career-wise for me, Python is uh, super marketable in, uh, in in the real world as well. So being able to learn a new programming language, use that in the context of baseball, which I love, um, is is a resolution of mine to just kind of keep I got a head start on it in December, but to kind of use Python going forward and everything else. There is like and what people might care about with Python. It's you can do some really cool stuff in terms of like grabbing data from um, MLB stats API. So we could do like, I don't know, we could we could pull future schedules, probable pitchers, all that stuff gets pulled straight from MLB's um, API. With Python, you can do that. So I, I would expect if I continue to get good at it, like in 2024, a lot of the the boards and graphs and stuff will actually get, better there's a lot more i can do with it so that seems like Call stuff that might be up. that might be helpful for a fab show on thursday nights so it sounds it, like to uh, me th- those wheels have been turning
0: already <laughs> those could be those could be some of the illustrations for the uh, video aspect we've been looking for <laughs> yeah. but yeah. um no, that's cool he does john does a lot of stuff on the um the python stuff i know he's worked with curlin a lot on a lot of the charts that curlin does mm-hmm. and, and whatnot and curlin's learned done a lot of the python classes with him as well so uh that's something i'd love to do i just just know I just, I gotta pick my battles and that goes to uh I guess I'll jump to my fifth resolution because I kinda goes tongue in cheek with that and I'll go backwards to four. Um I said find the happy place between a lot of content in my personal life slash sleep. <laughs> and that that's kind of um where, you know, do I really have the time for Python if I wanna learn other things? Probably not. We'll see. But uh it's one of those like, you know, maybe next year or maybe take a baby step approach and learn a little bit of a time instead of going all in that type of thing. But it's just, I, I say this because we joke about it all the time. Like on Thursday nights, I used to have this show that I have two more podcasts that night and an article that night and getting to bed at two or three in the morning, daughter wakes up between five 30 and six. It's just like you do it so many times. That's why early on I said, um, you know, I don't want to do fab on Saturday nights because I am mean, literally either going out or I'm sleeping because it's like one of my, my few times to get to bed at a normal hour type things. And I think I need to find the balance. I know I've talked with Ryan and others about it. Like for the upcoming season, uh, I've been offered a lot of cool things and it's, it's awesome. Like it's nice to have options to, to have so many pieces of the content puzzle, but it's just a matter of what's best for me and what's best for everything else. And that's when one thing I, I know this isn't really, I guess, a, a resolution is trying to figure it out. <laughs> Even so it's not really, I'm not giving the answer of what I want to do, but I need to find a better way to do it. I say that now. I'll probably take on more stuff like usual, but um, that that's the goal for now.
1: It's important to uh, not just baseball wise, but don't get too aggressive with all these goals and that sort of thing. Cause yeah. Yeah. I want to learn video. Yeah. I want to learn SQL, Python. But... I want to finish first in all my leagues. Like you're just one person with 24 <laughs> hours a day and you need a break sometimes too. So uh, I get sure. it. All right. What's and, your final one? And yes, you would consistently throughout the season have two more podcasts to record after ours at uh, 10 o'clock p.m. Pacific time on the West Coast. So, um, yeah, last goal. It's funny, like I haven't even mentioned this throughout the entire show, but like I have been with Baseball HQ that, I think this 2024 will be my 13th year with HQ and I write a speculator column in a fab article. So I do in season two articles a week there and really my resolution is keep on keeping on there. I mean, that's my, um, you know, that, that's, that's like my priority is, is to, is to do that with HQ and I've been doing it forever and I love it. Um, the one trap I kind of fall in sometimes is especially with like the speculator, um, fall into the trap of like the same topics year to year. And yes, it's a new year, new names, that sort of thing. But uh, go out and branch out a little bit more and try and find some more uh, new topics to write about with the speculators. So uh, that would be a final resolution for me. It's crazy. It's been 13 years, but it's pretty awesome though. Like uh, I, I joke aside, everyone thinks, you
0: know, I only do it cause Ryan's, you know, a friend and everything, but I tell him like, you're one of the few articles I consistently read every week. Cause it's very, The speculator stuff brings some interesting things to life let's put it that way and that's why it's you know the the name of the fantasy game most of the time is speculating that's just the reality of it oh yeah that's how you have to do so it's very interesting to see things that way like there's a lot of great content out there i read from time to time there isn't a time just because we go back to finding the happy place between time um to to read everything it's just the reality of it so um that's where i uh, it, it is a very very good one so definitely looking forward to that My fifth one, I guess now, so I I switched it around. But it kind of again goes tongue in cheek with you know the top top five, top ten podcasts downloads. And this is kind of a joke slash serious thing because of years past uh, situations. I'd like to be nominated for a podcast by the FSWA. (laughs) It's it's never happened, Uh, and and I think just a little shout out. Come on, I think between our show and then my Bench with Boa show, I think it's some pretty damn good content. I know I'm biased, but our listeners it's funny each year i'll get a lot of messages like on the timeline or whatever, why wasn't your show nominated why wasn't your guys show nominated stuff like that and it that actually feels better honestly than the nomination itself i'll be honest just because people care that much it would just be nice because it puts you in that arena with the other guys it's noticed type thing so it goes back to a lot of the things you know i just want to be recognized for this that we're all vain one way or another in life maybe not some more vain than others but uh we all want to get our flowers too type thing. And that's, that's just one way to get
1: them. So throwing
0: throwing that out there as the last one. Most of these are kind of unattainable goals. Some I can do myself. Some of them, need a little help from other people. So just, just say,
1: I, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. What, what would you do to get that FSW? I'm not sure how much we could, we could do aside from some, you know, some, some cash under the table. Not that, not that we would we would ever so condone such all, a all thing.
0: that all that money we bring in here, yep. yeah. <laughs> oh, you know the oh, podcast oh, budget
1: laundering that into the FSWA. But uh, no, it would be cool to It'd just be cool to be in that conversation. Yep. So yep.
0: Well, All right, that'll wrap us up with our final episode of the twenty twenty four or twenty twenty three calendar year. I'm already screwing it up as we are getting into twenty twenty four. So, uh, what are your final thoughts? Anything you'd like to say to the listeners as we wrap
1: things up? It's happy new year out there. It's actually interesting. You just said episode 95 will hit episode 100 sometime early January, so mid-January, which will be really cool. Um, Yeah, happy new year. Stay safe, everybody. Uber, please, if you can. Yes, yes. And uh, otherwise, enjoy New Year's, and we will be back. We'll probably do, so we won't do a January, what, 2nd? episode nope nope. but we'll be back on the fourth i'll be on vacation we'll be back on the fourth with something and then position previews we will start that following tuesday so uh draft season has been here but it is going to kick into super high gear um on the flip side of 2024 so enjoy new years rest up because uh we've got some fun stuff coming this draft season
0: yep it's gonna be awesome everybody thanks for listening to us for couple years now which has been pretty darn awesome 2024 is gonna be bigger and better than it's been in the past so we appreciate y'all and it's gonna be bigger and better because of you so have a happy new year like ryan said stay safe and we'll be back with you guys next thursday with episode 96 but for now go in the bloom episode 95 catch y'all later